As the party regrouped and were granted the healing powers of Nifidala, they moved to exit the tree. As they emerged, they were shocked to find that the Feywild was burning. Leaving Alris behind to recuperate, the four jumped onto the back of the Great Mother's rock form and soared back towards their former base. When they arrived in the clearing, Nifidala was surrounded by her subjects, who warned that an army of elite enemies had invaded and began burning the woods. As she counseled with them, Cormith heard a shriek and Beak Beak emerged from the woods, angry and agitated. He thrust his head into Cormith's chest and dropped the burned feathers of his lost family into his hand. Cormie vowed revenge for Beak Beak and mounted him as the others prepared to head in. When they reached the battlefield, Nifidala and the Fey fought the bulk of the army while the party strove to battle a regiment of Induathir led by Kalroth. killed two of these Indoathir. There's a number that are being affected by conditions. We've got a moonbeam out here. We've got also Grana's uh, Wrath of Nature. Nividala is doing quite well over to the left flank against the enemies, but uh, the Fey to your right have almost been decimated by the invading Indoathir. And we are at the top of the order, which is going to be Kalroth. So Kalroth is going to make one attack against, I guess I guess he can't reach the Afridi, so he'll make two attacks against uh, Kormith. That's a critical failure, good start, and a an 11. So Kelroth <laughs> just sort of fucks up this turn. But uh, you've seen this a couple times. Some of his wounds start to close up. All right. All right. Uh, that is going to be Nifidala who is going to roll to attack the enemies. You see Nifidala swoops up into the air and makes this enormous attack on the remaining Indoathir and just decimates them. And she's flying now overhead to get to the uh, other side of this battlefield and help her subjects who are uh, rapidly dying. And I believe they are going to make their attack now. The f- struggling Fey uh, don't really manage to take out many of the Indoathir. That is going to be Desri, who is going to, I guess, attack Pink here. Uh, oh, that's right. She makes three attacks. Get him, Desri. Fuck him up. She misses on two of them, but she does hit on the last one. So she does nine damage, and then she is also going to do an additional 13 poison damage. That is what I like to hear. All right. That is Cormith. All right. Um, I'm going to look towards Beak Beak because, like, we've been battling together. I know Beak Beak's not doing terribly hot. Um, so I'm going to motion over to Beak Beak, like, like get over here. And, and I'm just going to use that, like, as a motion. Does that really count as an action, or is that just kind of like speaking? No, that's pretty much just speaking. Okay, cool. So, uh, with that, and then I, I assume, yeah, Beak Beak will act uh, on um, Beak Beak's turn. Uh, so, uh, I'm going to... No, Beak Beak acts on your turn. 
Okay, I, I was, I was, okay. Yeah, I was reading about some of that stuff and kind of curious. All right, so I want Beak Beak to uh, come on over and... He'd get two attacks of opportunity because he was on the ground. Okay. So he can either disengage uh, and then that'll yeah. be his action or... Yeah, I was thinking disengage uh, is what's going to happen. Okay. Because like, yeah. like, yeah, I want Beak Beak to just like not even worry about fighting, no nothing, just like get over here. Um, and I am going to try to... Feed, I, I assume maybe animal handling this. I want to try to feed Beak Beak a health potion. I mean, you could just feed him a health potion. He's, oh, okay, he's cool. counts as your mount now, so you can just you can cool. just give him a potion, I guess. I don't know how Beak Beak does a little drink drink, but... Well, I'm just going to pour it in his, in his, well, Beak Beak. And so, like, yeah, let's see. <laughs> Inventory. Let me just double check how much I have. Uh, potion of healing. I've got ten of them. Um, <laughs> God, I forgot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I buy I buy the shit out of these things. All right, so uh, yeah, I'm going to. Uh, oh, uh, five are leaves. That <laughs> came from a nature handling, I think, in the underdark, if I remember correctly. Oh, yeah. Or a nature check in the underdark. Um, anyways, so uh, yeah, so actually, I'm going to give Beak Beak a leaf because, like, you know, <laughs> griffins probably chew on leaves, right? Like, that's a <laughs> thing. Um, yeah, the horse eaters. Horse yeah. eaters, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, come on. We also eat horse, but we chew tobacco. So, like, yeah, Beak Beak's <laughs> probably, like, the same. Um, yeah, so- yeah, Beak Beak spits out a bunch of chaw so that you can put a new leaf in. <laughs> so, perfect. And Beak Beak and I are on the same level. I like this a lot. Okay, so it's 2d4 plus 2, and this is going to be an action. This yes. is going to be my action. So, yes. okay, yeah, 2d4 plus 2. Um, God damn it. I end up with a 3, uh, 5 hit points for Beak Beak. Woo! Woo! Damn it! That takes be yeah. All right. Damn it. All right. Well, I oh mean, well. It is better. what it is. Worth it. Hey, got, got to gas beak beak up again. Like, he's not looking great. He needs to see retribution for his family. This is true. So that's gonna be the Gaganator. Gaganator who is who is gonna go after Orange here. That's a twenty-six and a twenty-three to hit. So that seems pretty good. Dude, Gag is like Eat Man, dude. Master of Kung Fu at an old age. Because Eat Man, come on, Eat Man was old. He does 21 damage. Damn. Awesome. Where was this last time? Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think he was doing this much damage before. I have to do math in my head, and it's so hard. All right. And then he takes a fucking bite. That's a 23 to hit with his bite. What? The Gaganator! Where was this last time? <laughs> I don't know. Gag just shrugs at Grana and keeps biting folks. Okay. That's going to be the Afridi. Yeah, okay. So from 30 feet up, uh, the Afridi is going to, I guess, kind of move back here. Can I Can I make this move? Like the Afridi and Beak Beak, like the Afridi kind of like gangs up with like Beak Beak and I. Because like these, these are, it's like... This is his crew. Like, this is who it knows. And so, like, it's, we're, we're gonna, like, it's gonna consolidate over with us. And, except for it's 30 feet up in the air, because it's, it's pretty cool that, like that. And it is gonna do Hurl Flame. Is and there I'm something you roll. needed me to answer in there? Uh, it, uh yes. Uh, well, yes and no. I think I answered it myself. Uh, but, uh, the Afridi sharing the same space as Beak Beak shouldn't be a problem because the Afridi's in the air, correct? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, cool. I just wanted to, yeah, that was that was the question that I did not make obvious. Okay, so I'm going to roll, I just do 5d6, right? Well, you have to roll to hit. 
Well, oh, okay. Well, I mean, come on. We we all know that it's hopefully going to hit. <laughs> it's probably well, late. Actually, we don't because this has missed Gelrop several I times. <laughs> Actually, hey, wait, yeah. GM, I could just like roll damage, right? I, don't have right. To, I could just roll damage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what I've read in the rules, dude. Like, Naturally all right, here. <laughs> Rolling the hit is going to be, uh, nope. <laughs> that's going to be a 12. So I'm just going to go ahead and take a drink. <laughs> It can attack twice, right? Oh, let me... Ch- uh, yeah, it does. Second uh, on it is going to be a solid nine. So just saying, maybe Kelroth has a weakness to nines. Nope. A solid Maybe being dressed, dressed to the nines, maybe. Hmm? Nope. That would be interesting. Maybe, oh. ki- maybe cloud nine. If <laughs> maybe nope. a tech nine. Nope. That would be a really interesting mechanism in D&D if... Like, they have their AC, but if you roll a nine, then that hits them in their weak spot. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I think that'd be cool. Yes, what a fun dream that would be. But unfortunately for now, Kelroth is fine. Damn it. <laughs> uh, Come on. Even. All right. How are these two looking? Red and red-purple are both nearly full health. Okay. Yellow is doing fine, but is prone. Purple's doing a little worse, but is still just fine. And green is a little bit worse off, but is not bloodied. Okay. Well, Yeevan's going to cast a third level shatter uh, over here. Okay. So that's going to catch green, purple, and yellow there. They need to make a DC... 17 constitution saving throw or take 48 damage. And on a failed save... What was the save? Well, they'll take full. Uh, DC 17 constitution. On a successful save, they'll take half as much damage. Purple doesn't save, but the rest of them, but the other two do. Okay. Oh, and I rolled really low for my damage. That's almost as low as the damage can be. That's eight damage. So uh, purple takes that full damage and then the other two take half as much. Hey. You remember that that story about the tortoise and the hare? Yeah, we know who won. <laughs> I guess. The dragon. <laughs> oh no, there's a dragon? No. I mean, <laughs> Kelroth is a dragonborn. I don't I didn't remember that. Is there anybody who doesn't have bonus uh bardic inspiration right now? I still have some. I don't know. I don't know if that's bardic or I would think it's Bardic, um, because I don't think I've given out inspiration like that in a while. I Uh, also don't have any inspiration myself, so I just assume I do not. Okay. Then I will give Boromi some Bardic inspiration. All right, I'll take it. Yeah. Woo! And that's going to be the end of my turn. Okay. That is going to be the enemies to the right flank who might kill off all of the fae. Yeah, you you hear this uh, enormous clash and you see that this wing has fully eliminated all of the fae who came to help you in this battle. Uh, the great Oof. ruck flying overhead lets out uh, a scream. Uh, and that's gonna be the end of a theater. Even sheds tears. Rolled a cry. Just kidding. I'll roll a performance check. Absolutely not. That's horrid. Oh, well, I got a 25. <laughs> All right. Well, you cry really good, but people are like, it seems like he's really hamming it up. Why is he performing? Man, they're like, <laughs> he just saw the end of the notebook. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
that's going to be um, Red Orange, who's going to come in and swing at Beak Beak. Bring it. Is this a 30-foot tall enemy? Beak Beak's on the ground. Beak Beak's on the ground, yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Okay. That's a 14 to hit? Yes. Okay. That's going to be 13 damage, uh, and have Beak Beak roll a constitution saving throw. All right. Um, let's see. Saving throws are just what's listed, right? Like on Strength Dex Con. And- yep. Okay. That is Unless a there's 10. something. Beak Beak is paralyzed. All right. Got it. And then this Indo Ethere is going to sh- shape shift into a werebore. Okay. Um, that's that one. <laughs> uh, purple is going to use its last one of those. Um, yellow is going to stand up and is going to use their second to last one of those. And then that'll be green, who is going to run into here and swing at Grana. That's a 19 to hit and an eight to hit. The 19 hits. Uh, Five slashing damage. And then that is going to be red. Who uh, is going to swing at Cormeth? All right. That's a 19 to hit and 228 to hit. Just does. Yep, yep. All of them. Great. 19 and 228, you said? Yeah. Okay. Yep, yep. Uh, 25 slashing damage halved to 13. 13. All right. That's going to be red purple. Just going to roll to see who they go after. It's going to run towards Yeven. And uh, they are going to charge. They charge for a seven to hit. Nah. Uh, and then they attempt to maul you for a 19 to hit. Oh, that just barely hits. That went from nah to aw. <laughs> I mean, if it had been uh, before, they would have gotten extra damage, but they don't. That's 12 slashing damage. Bummer. And then orange is going to change and is going to make two attacks and misses horribly on both of them. <laughs> And then blue, is blue able to do something to break out of this restraint from your spell, Grana? It needs to make a strength saving throw, DC 15. Okay, it got an 18 base, so I'm assuming it saves. But I think that's its turn. Okay, so blue escapes, but has used its turn. And then pink is going to attack. That's a nat 20. So Desri takes 21 damage. Dang. Yeah, she didn't like that, but she's okay. Wait, did Orange take any damage from the Moonbeam? <gasps> no. Orange needs to take Moonbeam damage. Good spot. And it makes its throw with disadvantage because it's a shape changer. So it fails its constitution save and it takes 16 radiant damage. It's looking bloodied and it changes back into a regular Endoether because it failed. That is the Endoether's turn. Grana. <laughs> Yay, it's finally my turn. <laughs> God. I only get one bonus action, right? Yep. Uh, But, oh, let's do the start of your turn stuff. So um, each of enemies Um, within 10 feet of any tree. Okay. Any trees. I don't think there's any trees here. We haven't established that. So so it'll just be at the end of your turn and bonus action, potentially. Um, Yeah, sure. I'll I'll use my bonus action to hurl a rock at an enemy. At which one? I think it green. Okay. Let's see. I find one over here in that direction. That's a 13 to hit. Um, no, unfortunately, that misses. 
Okay. So now what do you want to do with your then action? as my action is, are either of them, do either of them look like dragons to me? Blue or green? I mean, they are half red dragon veterans, but right now, but you've already stabbed them with that thing and it didn't have any dragon slaying effect because as you mentioned, they are shapeshifters. Okay, that's fine. I'll still use my <laughs> Dragon Slayer short sword. <laughs> okay. Just because it does more damage. Um, I'll try to hit blue. Okay. That's an 11. Nope. Okay. Uh, so who do you want to do for the uh, roots and vines? Well, let's say green. Okay. It makes a 17 strength check. Yeah, that'll save. Okay. So it saves. It's not restrained. Okay. Okie dokie. Cool. Love it when I do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Next up is, in fact, Kelroth. He's going to make two attacks on the Ifridi with his crossbow. All right. That's a 16 and a 23. Uh, the 23 hits. All right, seven piercing damage. He looks like he is getting healthier, um, and he is going to, as a bonus action, disengage and move over here. Okay. All right, Nifidala completes her journey to the other side of this ring and is going to attack those who took out her chillins, her her friends, her fae, um, and just, like, completely eradicates them. Uh, that's going to be Desri, who's like, I'm getting so tired of fighting this boar. <laughs> <laughs> and she is going to make her attacks and again only hits once. Come on, Desri. Thought you were a super cool demon of the hell. I seriously thought Desri was pretty cool, but this is like I mean, she mm. she did so much damage last time and now like she just keeps getting fours and threes. All right. Well, Gag is here too, so <laughs> she still does 21 damage with her hit. That's good. That's really good. This thing is looking bloodied. Hell yeah. And she's looking very annoyed. Cormeth. So here's the Cormeth is going to do. Cormeet is going to pull out Doomkiller, like, and just hold it in front of him and look at the, was that a werebore? Is that red orange? Is a werebore? Yeah. And command the werebore to flee. Flee! Okay. I'm really hoping that werebore doesn't have much wisdom. <laughs> well, it has the wisdom of, a, of an Indoetheer. <laughs> okay, I'll um, still try it, I guess. Do you know what the save is? Uh, the save is a wisdom 13. That is a 7. Yes! <laughs> yes! So then, yeah, the effect, uh, the target spends its turn moving away from you by the fastest means available. Right, so I guess on its... Running. Yeah, on, on on its turn, it will flee flee as fast as it can, I guess? Yeah. Um. All right. And uh, let's see, that's my action. And so, huh. Yeah, th I, I, I don't have any... I, I do have a bonus action, but like I'll, I guess I'll wait and see what what Red's gonna do because I can use a bonus action as a reaction. So, What's beak uh, beak yeah, I, I Beak Beak um, is paralyzed. So, what can Beak Beak do here? It's then? until the end of Beak Beak's turn. So after this okay. turn, Beak Beak is free, free. So Beak Beak's gonna, I, I don't know, have have a nice nap for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know when you're paralyzed and you're like, I feel good and relaxed. Yeah, sleep paralysis is often the best kind of sleep you can get, right? Yeah, for sure. Totally. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm done. I'm done with that turn. Cool. Um, Gag is going to attack Orange. That's a 21 and a 22. It's another 21 damage. And then he's going to bite. That's a 26 to bite. 
God damn, dude. Beak the, or, uh, Gag has some great training. Seven shit, damage. Gag. Shit, beat Gag. I'm just so glad that Gag attended Cormier's school of So You Wanna Fight. <laughs> but he will drink some whiskey. He's got one more sip left. Mm-mm, good. That's some three hit points. Mm-mm, good. <laughs> now he's all the way up to 39. Cool. That is the Ifriti, which is the genie. Oh, yeah, that's me. Jesus. <laughs> um, okay, so we got uh, Red Orange is fleeing. Okay, so the Ifriti is getting real fucking annoyed and is going to fly over here mm -hmm. and um, do a hurl flame at a uh, little red, red guy here, yeah. which is going to be a... See, there's two attacks, so I'll just roll them both. Shit, where the... There's one. Where's the... Whatever, I'll do it with the same die. Where the hell did my orange go? Anyways, um, okay. So the first hurl flame is going to be a, let's see, plus seven to hit. So first hurl flame is a 26 to hit. Yep. And the second one, oh, shit, I lost that one too, BRP. <laughs> I found it. Nice. All right, the second hurl flame is going to be a 19 to hit. Hell yeah. Is that hit? So, uh, sorry. Yeah, I said hell yeah. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, I, I, I didn't hear that. Awesome. Chopping out. Uh, cool. So then, can I roll, because each hurl flame is 5d6, can I just go ahead and roll 10d6? Yeah. Cool. All you right. probably and do that I, in roll 20, right? 43 uh, fire damage. Nice, that's a lot of sixes, too. This thing isn't quite bloodied, but holy shit, it was almost at full health before, and now it's nearly bloodied. It's not yes. happy about that. Oh. Good I'm hit. I'm loving it. All right, Yeven. Yeven? It's gonna get the hell away from this, uh... Are you disengaging? No, actually. I am going to cast Zephyr Strike as a bonus action. Nice. So I don't take any attacks of advantage. I get to have uh, advantage on one attack this turn, and I deal an extra 1d8 force damage uh, on a hit. On that hit. On, on specifically that hit. Yeah. So... I'm gonna uh, just, I'm gonna book it over here. Nice. And then I'm going to attack red purple with advantage with curse spider. Unfortunately, first one to hit, nat one. I think I have to roll for something for that, right? Yeah. I gotta roll to see whether or not the, throw. oh God. This could be kind of nasty too. I don't know how much, oh, it's one D four. Okay, well it won't knock me out, but it won't feel good if I don't. Oh, you said charisma saving throw? Yeah, give me that good chorizo. Good chorizo. That's a 16. All right. I that's think saves. that passes, right? They, yeah. you, you see them sort of like glare and uh, cross their arms at you, but they don't they don't pinch at you. <laughs> I just kind of shrug and say like, ah, sorry, my bad. Good save, dude. Like, yeah, good yeah. save. <laughs> uh, but so that wasn't actually the attack roll because uh, I had advantage on that. So to hit is actually an 18. Hell yeah, that hits. Cool. That's, let's see, 1d3, that's a 7, plus 3 is 10 damage, which is neat, plus an extra 1d8, uh, which is 6, so that's 16 damage. I'm going to attack again with Curse Spider. Okay. That's a 19 to hit. Yep. Cool. Uh, that's an additional 5 damage, so a total of... 21 damage now. Cool. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to use Psychic Blades. Nice. Uh, and that'll do an extra 3d6 damage. 
Do they save something? One, two, three. Do who say some? The psychic blades? Yeah. Uh, what did it turn into? It turned into a pig to attack me? A boar? Yeah. I'm just going to say, uh, you ugly pig. <laughs> really that creative. Hurt. Yeah. It's like, Man, that um, lack of creativity hurts more than the insult. <laughs> seriously, <laughs> not even worth the cycles. Like, damn, dude. Anyway, roll the damage. Yeah. Uh, it was 11 damage. All right. So that's a total of, what, 32 damage. That does bloody it. Well, I guess that's pretty good, but I was kind of hoping <laughs> it would do a little more than that. You call it ugly, and you see, like, one of its <laughs> nostrils starts bleeding. Direct. <laughs> even, like, pats himself on the back. That was a good insult. <laughs> Just had thoughts back to the school lunch room. When they didn't want to eat the hamburger, but instead they just ate the fries and the all lunch, the students made fun of it. When the lunch ladies would call you an ugly pig. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, look at the ugly pig. Oink, oink, oink. And like, oh, it's just no. like that, that blood just starts trickling down, man. <laughs> oh, <I'm> sad. <laughs> My gosh. All right, well. I guess maybe I'll <laughs> I'll uh, I'll call out to every uh, you know people on on my side here, and I'll say, uh, hey, uh, if anybody's got a uh, extra healing, uh, I could really use that soon. That'd be great, thanks. Okay, gives you a thumbs up. Okay. Um, uh, and that's the end of my turn. I can't seem to find any kind of end to this, um, or like anti-anything, so I guess Red Orange just runs away forever. <laughs> yeah, I was also looking for that too. <laughs> uh, I don't let me know. just double check. It, target spends its turn, so would that just be one turn of its dash speed? Yes. Because it says the target spends its turn moving away from you by the fastest means available. Yeah, would that just be like a dash away from where it was? Yeah. Okay. So it'll be it'll be just this turn, but uh, yep. you and Beak Beak both get opportunity attacks. Oh hell yeah! I'm gonna take that fucking opportunity attack. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, roll. Just roll. Yeah. Or roll with advantage. Uh, no, you just roll. Okay. Um, oh, Doom Killer's coming in. <laughs> Red Orange is at full health. All right. Well, Doom Killer's gonna be a dirty twenty to hit. Yep. All right, and that's 2d10 plus 6. Uh, let me find my d10s. Is this it? No, that's d8. This is a d10. All right, so I got 2d10 plus 6. That's going to be an 8 and a 5, 13, and 6 is going to be um, 19 slashing damage. All right. Uh, beak Beak. If Beak Beak gets an opportunity attack, that's mm -hmm. going to be to uh, it. That's just one single attack, one even single if attack. it has multi-attack. Yep. Okay, cool. Um, so it's good. Uh, beak Beak's going to Beak. That's going to be a plus six to hit. Nice. So that is going to be 11 to hit. No. Damn it. Uh, that's all right. just recovered from paralysis. He's still I, like yep. getting his shit together. Yep. That's where I was going to. Yeah. BP just got it. Okay, cool. Cool. Okay. So then that's going to be purple who is going to transform into uh Git. He's going to run over here. Yellow is going to misty step oh. over to here and then is going to move down here. That is red, who's very angry and is going to 
make two javelin attacks at the Afridi. That's a 28 to hit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and a 16 to hit. A 28 hits. That's six sla- piercing damage. The Afridi looks mildly annoyed. <laughs> okay. That is going to be then Orange, who is an Indoetheer in the Moonbeam. And is going to be in the Moonbeam, which I definitely, totally remember the saving throw for Constitution with disadvantage because it's a shapeshifter. This thing should really remember to move. This time it does save, but it still takes eight radiant damage on a save. Oh, it's looking so bad. It's going to move to here and it's going to attack Gag and miss. Then that's going to be green. Green is going to step over and attack at Gag. Um, misses on one, hits on the other. That is eight slashing damage, but that's halved down to four because Gag. <laughs> Resistant to everything, right? Except fire. Except yeah. fire. Good lord. Um, and then the other one's going to go after Grana. That's two critical failures. <laughs> nice. Damn, Grana. <laughs> yeah, Grana. Grana, you're just like dodging out of the way. This thing like swings its sword down and it gets it stuck in the dirt. And when it tries <laughs> to pull it up, it like almost hits itself in the head and then messes up its balance for when it goes to hit you again. It's real bad. It's real messy. It's, I'm down here, buddy. It feels God. so embarrassed it, it decides to transform into something else. <laughs> okay. Blue embarrassed itself. <laughs> now pink is gonna go try and attack um desri and she's just gonna parry both of them take that you 21s still can't hit desri damn that's pretty cool <laughs> I, I, I wish i could say the same thing about me <laughs> <laughs> right um she's got a good parry uh and then this werebore is gonna dash and just be there <laughs> all right well <laughs> um all right, is, is there any that I'm missing? Nope. Okay. Grana. Okay. I think I'm going to use as my bonus action second wind. Okay. So I can gain back a little bit of HP. I I think this is the first time I've ever used it. Nice. Woohoo. And that's 10. Nice. Then I'm going to swing it blue again with my short sword. Okay. Come on, big money. See, a nine plus eight is 17. Is that enough? That just hits. Yes. Um, really? It's only 1d6? Stinks. Uh, eight slashing, I think. Nice. Piercing. Eight slashing damage. Okay. And then at the end of my turn, the uh, Wrath of Nature, let's see, yeah. will try to get green again. Okay. Green will make a strength saving throw. That's a seven. <laughs> All right, it gets wrapped up then. How many rounds is a minute? Is it 10? 10. Yeah, so I think we're been, on round seven. It's been four rounds of the Wrath of Nature, so. Okay. Keep in track. So it's going to be Kelroth. Uh, everybody make a deception check. Four. 16. You even got a 17. Kelroth is going to move to here. That's going to be uh, Nifi Dala, who has. Uh, destroyed the wing, and you see she transforms back into her more uh, humanoid form. Uh, she looks super exhausted, but she makes her way onto your battlefield nonetheless. And now Thanks, I'm gonna. Mom. Have... <laughs> 
That's going to be Desri, who's like, are you serious right now? Like, serious, serious. This is just a pig. Some days you just fight pigs. Some days you just fight pigs. Uh, That time she hits all three times. So she is going to do 22 damage with her slice alone. And then 50 more damage just sort of like blows this boar into non-existence. Damn. Um, It is dead. Holy shit. (laughs) I was going to say, if it doesn't... (laughs) Finally, that sucked. Like, come on, it's just a pig. <laughs> um, she's oh, like, just anyway, what are the rest of you doing? She is going to move over here and be like, hey, girl, how's it going? Could use some help. Mm. Yeah. Gourmet. <laughs> uh, Wait, did red purple, did red purple attack me? No, uh, it, it got no, okay. to you. Oh, interesting. It wasn't able to attack you, though, because it had to dash to do it. Oh, nice. Difficult terrain. So I'm going to look at red. Saved my life. I'm just going to go, you're next. (laughs) And I'm I'm just, I'm going to start swinging. Uh, Let's see. Let me just double check something. That's five foot. Yep. Doom killer's five foot. So I am going to roll to attack uh, red twice with doom killer. Doom killer. uh, All right. Doom killer should have a 10 foot reach. Because it's a really long sword. It, it, it reaches no matter what, right? It, so, it does. Hell yeah. Oh, perfect. All right. So, Doom Killer, I'm a slash at red. Um, and that is going to be a 27 to hit. Yeah. And also uh, 15 to hit? No. Damn it. Well, 27 hits. I'll take that. That's 2d10 plus 6. Um, that is going to be, let's see, yeah. 1, 2, 2d10 plus 6. What's a 0? Is that a, a 1 or it's a 10? 10. 15 plus 6, 21 slashing damage. Nice. This thing is bloodied. Yeah. What's Beak Beak doing? Uh, Beak Beak, um, Beak Beak's gonna be getting airborne. Beak Beak is, uh, like, is that possible, like, for Beak Beak to do during this? Yeah. Beak Beak's gonna be getting airborne, uh, and, uh... Yeah, go ahead. Yep. Yeah. Uh, just, like, like to, to get a good, like, oversight of what's going on over the field. Not even to, like, you know, do anything about it, but to see what's happening. So Beak Beak, that's his movement. He could attack and then he could move. Otherwise he can disengage and move. I want Beak Beak to disengage and move. Cool. How far up are you going? Let's uh, see. Um, do I have the, I have the full flight, right? Yeah. Okay. Let's say 50 feet. Okay. Cool. Yeah. You and Beak Beak are 50 feet in the air. Um, oh, uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can, can I do speaking as, like, a bonus action? Like, can, can I make a speech? Like, or, or like, what are, would make a speech kind of be What are you trying to do with your speaking? Uh, well, what I want to do, I want to inspire. That's an actual, like, mechanic? Do you have that mechanic? No. Okay. You did that before we came out onto the battlefield. Yeah, and I said it was a one-time thing. <laughs> Oh, okay. Sure. Um, but because there is actually a feat that's called, like, Inspiring Leader um, that allows gotcha. you to do that thing. So. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm good. If you want to shout the battle. story nice encouragement, though, you're welcome to. I'm good. All right. Whatever. <laughs> I'm just trying to weave a beautiful world and you don't want to contribute. That's fine. Whatever. I'll just do this by myself, damn it. <laughs> 
Oh, my turn, huh? Good. Um, okay. It's me, Gag. I'm gonna tell a short story <laughs> as I kill this motherfucker. Uh, no, just kidding. Um, <laughs> my name is Gag, and I'm here to say. I'd come up with a more creative rhyme. <laughs> if baby ends, they know the way. No, no comment. Um, all right. Anyway, Gag is going to uh, swing his swad at Orange, and is going to hit. That's a seventeen. Uh, misses on the second one. Misses on the bite. Damn, Gag. Drank a little too much. Damn, Gag. He <laughs> guess so. Um, damn, I thought, I really thought he was going to kill this one, because it is pretty close to death now. But that's Gag. It's like, whoops, sorry, even, I completely forgot about healing you. (laughs) It's all right, I might go down. Yo, I love how he gave him a thumbs up, and is like, sorry, dog. (laughs) Um, Thanks anyway. (laughs) I appreciate that I was an afterthought. Nifi Dalla gives you a thumbs up from across the field. Oh no. <laughs> oh mom, hey mom. <laughs> oh god, mom, you don't look so good. Are you okay? I'm fine, dear. It's just I just got back to my godly form and then I fought in a war. You know, it's it's hell on the body. Uh, oh, th- yeah, that'll do it to you. That'll do it to you. Hey, son, I'm really proud of you for participating in the plot. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. I really appreciate that. <laughs> Love you, son. All right, that's the Afridi. <laughs> AKA the genie. Yeah, the Afridi's not around for... Oh, no, the Afridi's around for an hour. Um, Yeah. So the Afridi's around for quite a while. Um, yeah, well, probably this so, whole battle unless it takes like 100 rounds. Yeah, I was going to say, it's, uh, it's hit points are still pretty up there. <laughs> I love it. All right, uh, the Afridi is going to move in a little closer. Um, oh, nope, that's distance. There we go. Just a little closer and uh, cast Troll Flame again. Okay. On red, which is going to be, let's see, it's, let me double check, plus seven to hit. Uh, yeah, okay, so it's going to be two attacks. That's going to be a 17 and an 11. The 17 11. Okay, cool. So that's going to be 5d6. You know, um, I'm just going to do 17 fire damage. Okay, that will be even. Okay. Uh, this, uh, I don't like the fact that this thing keeps running up on me. So I'm going to bonus action, uh, Zephyr Strike again. Let's see. This is, this is burning spell slots. Let me make sure that I actually account for that. Okay. Uh, bonus action, Zephyr Strike, and then I'm going to, uh, I'm going to cruise. I'm going to come hang out over here. With mom. Yeah. How far how far away is this? One fifteen thirty. Okay. Can't can't reach me next turn, I don't think. Uh and then I'm gonna attack that one again. Okay. Uh first attack has advantage because of Zephyr Strike. So let's just fight. Oh, I got a nat twenty. Hell yeah. Alright. So that's uh, wow, that's not very much damage from the actual attack. That's a total of eight damage from the actual attack. And when you roll a nat 20 um, on it, you get an extra 2d6. Oh, I get an extra 2d6? All right, well, let's roll those. And then- That sounds awesome. It does. Be- so because I'm, um, 
attacking with a spell that gives me an extra hit die, do I double that hit die as well? What? So a uh, Zephyr Strike adds an extra 1d8 to my attack. Because I crit, does that damage get doubled? All right, the extra 1d8 is part of the attack's damage, so it's double on a crit. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. All right. That means, okay, so that's that's a total of 4d8 plus 2d6 plus 3. Yeah. So here comes the rest of that damage. Uh, that's an extra 16 damage on top of the 8 that I rolled uh, just before this. So that's 24, 24 damage on that crit. Total? I'm loving Which it. Which is, I really like that. That was a good time. That was a, hell yeah, that was a good hit, dude. Uh, and that was on red-purple. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they're still, they're still cruising. Still up. Still cruising for a bruising. All right. Uh, let's hit him again. That's, uh, 18 to hit. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, that's not a whole lot of damage. That's only five more damage. That's okay. They're looking hurt. And then, that'll be the end of my turn. I into a theater time. Let's start with purple. I guess let's start with red-orange so I don't forget that they exist. Um, they used their turn. So this <laughs> this one just, like, awkwardly runs back. <laughs> it's like here. Purple's back. Purple um, is... Ooh, God, what can purple do? Gag is going to end this moonbeam, by the way, um, because nothing's ended anymore. He could have moved it. Some action. Shit, you're right. But that, yeah, he's got better things to do with his action. Like, he'll okay. even sometime or kill an enemy. Yep. Thumbs up. <laughs> Thumbs up. All right, what can purple do? It's going to transform into something else. All right. Okay, it transforms into a drow. It is going to shoot at the Ifridi. It's a 16 to hit. No. Okay, never mind. That's its turn. I mean, it would have been bad if it had hit, but guess not. Um, <laughs> Red is going to throw two more javelins at the Ifridi. All right. That's a critical failure and a 21. <laughs> Yeah, 21, yeah. <laughs> uh, five piercing damage. Ooh. Watch Got it. out. It sticks out its tongue. Yeah. Its tongue is made of inky black nothingness. <laughs> Green is going to try and escape its the clutches of the earth and won't because that's a five. <laughs> Blue is going to make two attacks at Grana. No fucking shit. That's two critical failures. <laughs> nice. Holy shit, you, you love so lucky. It. Holy love shit. That's wild. The last four oh. attacks it's made at you have all been ones. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It awkwardly shuffles to the side, still within range of you, so you don't get an opportunity <laughs> attack, but it looks real awkward. <laughs> oh shit, no, it won't, because then it'll move out of Desri's. It'll move over here like, maybe I'll have better really? luck hitting you. <laughs> Really? You're going for her? Okay. <laughs> well, good luck with that. Um, Orange is going to also transform into a drow and is going to make a sneak attack on Gag. Gag, watch out. Wasn't, and wasn't Gag just fighting him, though? Because it changed, it has, like, these weird effects. But it didn't hit anyway, so. Um, it does hit on its second attack, doing seven halved to four damage. And then Gag is going to make a constitution saving throw, and he's fine. Okay, let's see. That's going to be red-purple, 
who is going to now run up to uh, Desri, and Desri's going to go, another pig? (laughs) Um, And it's going to make two attacks at her and not hit on either of them. She just like casually dodges out of the way. Uh, And then that's going to be yellow, who's just going to do a casual slide over here. Okay, Grana. Did green try to get out of its It did. It failed. It got a five. Okay. Okay. I didn't catch it. Cool, cool, cool. I think for my bonus action, I will hurl a rocket orange. Okay. Using my wrath of nature. Does a 26 hit? Yeah. (laughs) 11 bludgeoning damage. This thing is so close to death. Oh, and it must succeed on a strength saving throw or fall prone. This thing is so close to death, and also it fell over. (laughs) Good to know. Okay. And is going to stab Green with her short sword. She should get, I believe, advantage on that because it's restrained. Yes. First roll is a 17, and then a 9. So 17 plus 8. That'll hit. 10 piercing. That's a good one. Then for the end of my turn, I will try to restrain Blue. Okay. Blue looks sheepish. <laughs> Let's succeed on strength saving throw. 14? That will fail. <laughs> Roots and vines spring up. Woo, hell yeah. So we got three <laughs> prone or uh, restrained enemies here. I have a much better feeling about this battle now. It's going better, yeah. Things seem to have turned in our favor, maybe just a smidge. A smidge. Don't get too cozy, though. You never know. Kelroth looks pretty shady. That is Queen Nifidala. Get him. Wipe him out. Even Nifidala gives you 20 temporary hit points. I love that. That was a thumbs up that turned out to be true. Okay. Mifidala looks over to where Koromith and his crew have been struggling with these with these three, or at least battling against them for so long, uh, and nods at you, um, and then just like shoots her hand like across, and a, a tornado appears in her hands and just rips through where red, purple, and red orange are. All of them are going to make dexterity saving throws. Hell yeah. That's a 15, a 7, and a 10, but unfortunately the DC was 24. Jesus Christ. Oh my word. (laughs) Whoa. So they take 23 bludgeoning and 14 slashing damage as this uh, hail of rocks and rubble just like slams into them. So that's uh, 37 damage each. Even quietly wonders to himself if he'll be able to do something like that someday. Krona wants to do something like that. (laughs) So cool. Red is like torn up into this and just like taken away by the storm. Whoop, all right, well, that takes care of that. Like, all right. (laughs) Okay, cool, that was her turn. That's gonna be Desri. She's like, damn, what other friends have you been making? I like her. And she's going to go, I guess I'll continue my pig roast. That's a a 26, a 27, and a nat 20, which is a 28. Um, Jesus Christ. So that's, wow. (laughs) All right. Jesus Christ. Loving that. So that's going to be 
22 slashing damage. Um, oh, she just obliterates this thing. There's literally, there's literally no way in hell she doesn't utterly obliterate red, uh, red purple. So she's actually going to use one of them on blue as well. So that'll be six piercing damage on blue plus. All right, she does 17. She decimates uh, the pig and then does additional 17 damage on blue. Well, that was Desri's turn. Gormy, <laughs> you're 50 feet in the air. Yeah, this is difficult. Uh, huh. So we're gonna close the distance over to purple, except for the, yeah, the Afridi will go on its own time. Uh, um, I'm going to use my last command spell and tell purple to grovel. Okay. That's a wisdom saving throw of 13. It's a fucking nine, man. Yes. All right. Hell yeah. Uh, so what does it do? Um, the effect is the target falls prone and then ends its turn. <laughs> All right. Well, it'll do that on its turn. Help remind me. Yep. Will do. Just in case. All right. Are you or Beak Beak doing anything else with your turns? Uh, I'll turn it here. Let me let me take a quick look. Uh, Beak Beak doesn't have anything like as a, a good bonus action. Beak Beak could fly you somewhere else. Yeah, because we, we moved, what, like 10 feet tops. We're going to move over here so that we can get, like, a good view on uh, red, orange, and purple. Okay. That's going to be Gag then. Gag is going to just straight up bite red to death, I assume. Let's see. Yeah, Gag straight up bites red to death. <laughs> just snaps his neck with his with his mouth, which is gruesome. Hey, Gag... Savage. Okay. Like, Gag is a savage. Like, he just gets in there with his amphibian mouth and just like, kirk, kirk. <laughs> Done. And he's gonna, like, he's gonna, like, do a little, like, uh, sarcastic salute to Green, who's all wrapped up. The difficult terrain is only for enemies, right? Yeah. He's going to do a level three cure wounds on Yeven. Uh, so, Yeven, you gain back 18 hit points. Oh, dunk. <laughs> I give him a double thumbs up. He gives hey, you a thanks, thumbs bud. up. He gives Nifi Dala a thumbs up. There's a lot of <laughs> thumbs up going on. Lots of thumbs up in this battle. She gives him a thumbs up. She gives you a thumbs up. <laughs> uh, a third arm appears, and she up. gives a thumbs up to Yeven again, and then she goes, oh, and then laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> Uh, and then her illusory arm disappears. Uh, that's the Afridi. All right. So the Afridi, it, ooh, uh, oh, damn it. Uh, the Afridi's going to hold its turn. For what? I, uh, for the Induithir to go prone. Okay. Uh, so do you want it to just prepare its action to attack once that thing goes prone? Yes. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to hurl, hurl flame once it goes prone. Okay, cool. That's a pretty bad grovel. All right. Yeven. Yeah. Could you make me a wisdom saving throw? A wisdom saving throw. Ye hmm, I'm not very no. good at those, but I absolutely will. Hey, that's a five. Even you turn away from these thumbs up and you turn and you look into the eyes of Kelroth and you're just like frozen. Oh, shit. So am I, am I paralyzed or can I like take, like, I just can't move or can I take an action or I'm just like stuck? Uh, you're, you're just kind of stuck. Kelroth used a legendary action. Oh, shit. Well... I guess that's it then, right? I mean, I can't do anything. Once we beat up all of his allies, we're coming for him. Well, yeah. <laughs> Just gonna all gather around and beat him up. So I'll get to purple in a second. Red, orange is first going to transform into something all that right. actually has long distance weapons. Okay, it is going to transform into 
this thing, which is called just violence, and it is going to cast fireball at Cormeath and Beak Beak. All right. Well, I assume one each. It's it's just like this big column of fire. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So go ahead and make a dexterity saving throw, both you and Beak Beak. All right. I, I assume I can see this effect happening? Yeah. Okay. And can I also damage on this deck saving throw because I had to make a saving throw. What's the range on that? Arcane Rebuke has no range. Yeah, just 3d6 force. I guess so. Okay, cool. So then I, so you said I can roll with advantage, correct? Yes. All right, awesome. So that's either a dirty 20. Big column of fire came towards you. You saw it. Or a dirty 20. Okay. So I got two 17s for for Cormeath and Beak Beak gets a dex of, come on, ah, seven. That's not good. Okay. You should have said the first roll <laughs> was for Beak Beak. All right. So, yeah, uh, tell me about Cormeth, it. go ahead and roll me that Arcane Rebuke. 13 force damage. Cormeth, you dive out of the way of this fireball, but Beak Beak twists under you and doesn't avoid it. So, Beak Beak takes 31 damage. All right. Beak Beak is at zero. All right. And that was more than double of the HP that Beak Beak has. So does that make Beak Beak instantaneously dead? Yeah. <gasps> All right. Well, uh, I'm rolling for falling damage then. Yep. Wait, 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 wait. That So Beak Beak only has in total 15 health? 14. Oh, that's how much health he had left? Okay. No, no. Then he's not perma dead. However, you are still falling out of the sky. Yep. All right. So, yeah, they would need to do like the full amount of HP. Yeah, it would have to be like a hundred and. Oh, yeah. oh, 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 oh. Okay, I misunderstood the rule. Thank 60 you. Sixty or whatever. So, Cormeth, you you first take sixteen fire damage. Okay. Uh, is that halved or it, is that, that doesn't 16? get halved because that's not part of your rage because it's fire damage. Got you. You take twenty six bludgeoning damage, halved to thirteen, as you slam into the 13. ground. And Beak Beak takes one death saving failure. Okay. Um, That's going to be purple. Some fucking revenge time. Purple falls to the ground um, in a grovel. Uh, and you're a Freedy attacks with advantage. Hell yeah. All right. So the uh, Freedy is going to hurl flame, uh, as I said earlier, uh, with advantage. Okay. So that hurl flame is a plus seven to hit. So I'll roll for the first hit. And that's going to be a 26 mm-hmm. or an 18. So I'll take the 26 on that one. And the second one is going to be um, a 19. Cool. Both those hit. Woo. All right. That's going to be 10d6 fire damage. Let's do that. 41 fire damage on purple. Okay. Purple is just barely still up. Grana and Yeevan, you two see just this explosion of flame on the other side of the battlefield from you. You see some of this flame takes down Beak Beak and Koromith, and another scorches at one of these into a thier. Oh god, Beak Beak! Koromith! <laughs> That's gonna be green. Green got a 22 to escape the... Yeah. Yeah, I'll do it. But that will be its turn. So that's going to be blue. Who does not escape from the tree? Just looks ex- just the most awkward anyone has ever looked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, blue. What an embarrassment. Can't even escape from roots and vines. And you all see Kalroth disappear. Uh-oh. That doesn't sound right. Grana! Oh, Fucking no. Dip. 
Why? Okay, for my bonus action, I will hurl a rock. Nice. And green. Okay. Again, that was a nat one, so I'm gonna re-roll. Uh, 19 to hit. Hell yeah. 10 bludgeoning damage. Fuck, did I see Beak Beak go down? Yeah. I'm... But, um... Green is no longer restrained. Green is no longer restrained. I'm going to get rid of the Wrath of Nature. Oh, okay. That rock was my final move with it. And I'm going to cast Healing Spirit near Beak Beak. Does that free the restrained? Yeah, it would. Okay. But that's fine because it went through its turn. It has to wait now for its next turn to move. It's true. So there's going to be Healing Spirit. Yeah, neck, like right where it's touching Beak Beak. So it What's can, the radius on that? It's a five-foot radius. Okay. It's a five-foot cube. Whenever you or a creature you can see moves into the spirit space for the first time on a turn or starts his turn there, you can cause a spirit to restore 1d6 hit points. Okay. Great. Is that your turn? Um, I think that's it. Okay. That's all I'll do. All right. Yeven, make a constitution saving throw. You got it. Let's see. Constitution. Not very good at those either. Hey, that's a natural one. Well. <laughs> can I use my God reaction to give him bonus luck? Sure. No, I think you just used it, didn't bonus. you? No, that was well, that was halfling luck. That was halfling luck. Oh, yeah. I'm also not but within I, 30 feet, right? Oh, yeah, it, no. He's 40 feet away. Oh, but you do get... Oh, no, that wouldn't okay. make a difference on an at one. I was going to say. 30 feet. Grandpa Gay gives you a plus two on saves, but... Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, that is out of range, actually. Yeah, never mind. Sorry. Rip. I can't help. Okay. Yeven, you take 14 poison damage, and you are susceptible to suggestion. Yikes. And you hear from behind you, invisibly... Let's have a talk in the forest, huh? So do I just do that? Yep. Uh, so it'll be on your next turn. Nee. That's going to be Nifi Dala, our OP queen. Does she have true sight? Please tell me she has true sight. Oh my God, does she have true sight? She does not. Rippity dip. And she has used a lot of her spell slots. All right, she is going to move in. I can't imagine she's going to miss on any of these. And she doesn't. Because that spell is ridiculous. I mean, it's not even a spell. It's just her regular attack. You see she raises up her arms and these vines sprout out from the ground and capture red, orange, green, and blue. And when it does so, uh, it squeezes them and they all take 12, uh, sorry, 17 bludgeoning damage. Shit. Yeah. a god. Red, orange looks bloodied, and so does uh, blue now. Green already looked bloodied. All right, that's her turn. So it's going to be Desiree. It's like, ooh, wrapped up all nice and everything. Wow. This is a treat for sure. It's kind of like when we go hunting in hell. Uh, and I'm just going to have her make her attacks one at a time because I don't know when she will actually kill blue. Well, first one. Somehow she fucking misses even though she has advantage, but the second time she hits, she teases them the first time. 15 damage. Next one also hits. This uh, blue, it looks not quite on the brink of death, but pretty damn close. Uh, man, we're right around the corner, come on. So close. All right, Cormith. Uh When Beak Beak starts its turn, Grana is able to give it, give him some health points. All right. I can give Cormeath some health points too. 
Because it's anyone who's in space. Do you have like a limited number? Yeah, I've got three uses. Huh. Okay, well, fair. Whenever you or a creature you can see moves into the spirit space for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there, you can cause the spirit to restore 1d6 hit points to that creature. Okay. Yeah, starts its turn. So yeah, I'll take that. I cast it at a third level, so it's actually 2d6. All right. Fuck yeah. You get five hit points back. 2d6 was five hit points? Yeah, I rolled a three and a two. So. Oh, God. Okay, well. well yeah. I mean, it's better than nothing, huh? Uh, uh-huh. All right, so <laughs> I am going to then, uh, Cormeath is going to engage Red Orange. Red Orange is all knotted up, right? Yep, so you have advantage. I was going to ask, all right, so um, I need to use the right attack roll. I was only using a plus 11. That's not right for Doom Killer. No, Doom indeed. Killer has it's a 13. plus 13. So... I'm going to roll twice. For, uh, so first hit on Doom Killer uh, is going to be a 29. Yeah. And the second is going to be a 25. Yeah. Both those hits. Yes. Cool. All right. So it's going to be two hits on by Doom Killer, which is Doom Killer to hit. Uh, that is 2d10 plus 6. So would that be 4d10 plus 12? Yeah. That's going to be 35 slashing damage on red orange. Okay. It's not great, but eh, it's looking, I mean, it's, it's looking about as close to death as blue is. Hell yes. All right. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of bonus actions. What round is that round nine or is that round 10? Let's say it's 10. Okay. So then my rage lasts 10 rounds. This means I am now no longer in a rage for the rest of this round, and I start a new rage next round? Yeah. Okay, cool. So I am out of a rage then. Okay. Um, and I believe that's about all I can do. Well, you Beak Beak. We handle Beak Beak. God damn it. Uh, yeah, sorry. Um, so Beak Beak is... Unless you want uh, him to die. No, Beak Beak's getting healed. Yeah, Grana, can um, you roll the heal for Beak Beak? Mm-hmm. The heal heal? That's also five well, healing damage. He's alive, five. Yeah. And brings Beak Beak to five HP. Okay. Yeah. I get rid I, of the death fail. I can't yeah. do much with this healing spirit. I'm sorry. I can save him from death. But that's, that's all it. right. Um, <laughs> hey, just so, out of curiosity, what, can you roll me a death saving throw to see what Beak Beak would have gotten? Is that a D20? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was going to be a Failure. nine. Yeah. So that could have been so, really bad. Yeah. It, I'll take this. Uh, okay. Is purple still prone? Mm-hmm. And almost dead. Beak Beak is going to move in to claw purple. Um, so that's going to be two. That's going to be a plus six. So that is a 24 to hit and yeah. a 25 to hit. Cool. So that's going to be nine damage. Okay. It's still up. And the next one is going to be a 2d6 plus four. So it's going to be a six and three, nine plus four. It's going to be 13 slashing damage. Beak Beak utterly destroys that into a theer. Yes. <laughs> Did it or eat whatever some? Noise. Did it gain any HP? <laughs> <laughs> Beak Beak ate some of that into through. No, as soon as as soon as they die, they turn into this black sort of like goopy mist Gross. and uh, sort of dissolve. Yeah, so eat yeah, that. Don't eat that. Digest yeah. that. Gross. That's um, yucky. So then, beep, beep. So the, the, I, I assume in this like cube area, uh, there's probably like kind of like a, maybe a warmth or like something that beep, beep would have like known, like, hey, this is better than there's it the spirit is. of an animal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a healing spirit. Yeah. So, 
I'm going to move Beak Beak, if it's legal, back into that um, influence. Mm-hmm. Cool. And that's where Beak Beak will end that turn, and uh, we'll okay. be done. Cool. That's Geg. Geg's going to roll a little insight check. That's a critical failure. Geg's like, all right, even <laughs> well, I'm going to go fight some more enemies. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> all right, well, Geg's going to head over here. And is going to attack green. So let's see. That will be. He misses on the first one. He definitely hits on the second one. That's a 27 to hit. And then he's going to bite and hit and do another four damage. That's the Efridi. So that Efridi is going to close over by Big B. I'm going to move the Efridi right here. Still 30 feet up. Um, and cast Hurl Flame twice at uh, red orange. And red orange. Uh, just cast the one for right now. You got it. Uh, let's see, it's a. Let me double check. It's a plus seven to hit, I believe. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, it's eleven to hit. Oh, advantage. Right, never mind. Um, hang yeah. on. Advantage is a twenty-one advantage. to hit. Yeah, that hits. Yes. All right, and that is going to be a five d six, nineteen fire damage. All right, it's just barely still up. All right, here we go. Number two, we're rolling. <laughs> Yeah, hit it with that number two. God, dude, you got nothing better. All right, it's a plus seven, so it's a 25 to hit or a 25 to hit. Yeah, and it's literally impossible for you to not kill it. So uh, this thing just is completely immolated. Yes, all right. The battle's looking up. Hell yeah. We've, um, we've cleared our little quadrant up here, beak, beak, Freedy and I. And on that note, Yeven. So I have a question about the details of what has happened to me. Can I tell anybody what I'm gonna do? I guess he didn't tell you to not say anything, so yeah. Yeah, cool. So I'm gonna like look at my mom and I'm gonna say like, hey, I'm gonna go, I guess fight Cor- uh, fight Kelroth in the woods. Uh, I'll see you later. And just kinda <laughs> Son. take off. <laughs> Son, that doesn't sound like a great idea. <laughs> I don't okay. know why. I, I can't really help it. I'm just going to go. That doesn't sound great, honey. <laughs> I don't send uh, someone after me if oh. I'm not back soon. I don't know. Uh, I'm not back before No, Sunday. actually, I think you shouldn't do that. And on that note, uh, she's going to make an opposing suggestion to Kelra. <laughs> All right. I love this. Holy shit. That was a great question. <laughs> she rolled a critical failure to Kelroth's two. Uh, is she's within thirty feet of Grana, so Grana could use uh. My bountiful luck. Bountiful luck. Wait, she rolled in that one. She did. Okay. Yeah. Yep. She, yeah. Have it. That time she rolled a two. So time to re-roll because they got equal. <laughs> All right, Nifidala, fifteen. Oh, that's pretty good. Pretty good. Kalroth, 14. Ooh, I like it. Guess who's not going to the woods? This guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, and luckily, that was a legendary action, so she didn't even have to use her turn for that. Sick. She's just like, son, stop. Don't listen to that thing. It has already caused us enough problems. Yeah, I I, I won't. I'll, st- I'll stay here. That sounds like a much better idea. I don't. Why was I going to the woods? Bullies are very persuasive. (laughs) That's what I tell my kids all the time. A crossbow bolt comes out of the woods and hits you for eight damage, even. 
See, he's a bully. All right. Wait. So my turn was expended by uh, like me nope. trying to go to the woods, right? Okay. I'm going to say yes, it was because uh, you could still use like a bonus action if you want, but I'm going to say your action was essentially okay. like letting everyone know that you were doing right. a bad idea. <laughs> That's fair. So, and then this, uh, this bolt that comes out of the wood, like I don't have, it, it, it's not like contested against my AC or anything like that, or it was just that good. Oh, it, it, it definitely hit you. It was a uh, uh, 25 okay. to hit. Yeah, that'll do it. Uh, all my temporary hit points are gone. Uh, can I do anything useful as a bonus action right now? Your, your mom goes, honey, are you still okay? She gives you another 20 temporary hit points. Oh, nice. All right. Nice uh, yeah, feeling a lot better now. Thank you. You want some oatmeal? Some Ovaltine? We should finish the battle, shouldn't we? Yeah, okay, probably. Sorry, I'm just excited about this new opportunity to be a mom again. <laughs> that I'm gonna punch all these dice. I'm excited to be a kid again. <laughs> she gives you a thumbs up. <laughs> all right. Anyway, it's the end of Athir's turn. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, all right, well, Green is gonna try and escape that and does. Blue is going to try and escape and will not. Jesus, Blue is having such a hard time. And then Yellow. Man, Blue must have gotten big as dweeb in high school. Is going to cast Ice Storm where it can hit Gag, Grana, and Desri. So uh, make a dexterity saving throw, Grana. Uh, uh, with I'm... a plus two because you're by Gag. Yep, I was just about to ask. Nat 20. Nice. Hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Desri got a 21. Uh, oh, 23 with Gag's help. And Gag got a 17. Nice. All good rolls. Which totally saves from that. Um, you do still take half as much damage, but not you, Grana, because you got a nat 20. But Gag and Desri take half of nine, which would be five. And then Gag halves that to three. And then also... 15 halved to eight for Desri, halved to four for Gag. All right, a couple pieces of snowy ice hit Gag and Desri, and they just sort of shrug. <laughs> Christ. Um, yellow nothing. makes eye contact with blue, and blue gives them an understanding nod. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. It's only those three. Oh, okay, Jesus Christ. Um, and then Yellow's just gonna like awkwardly move over here. Really? Moving away? Come back. <laughs> All right, I guess that's Grana's turn. Mm-hmm. She's still got the healing spirit up for one more bow for beak beak. So I'm just gonna stab at green. Nice. 11, but hang on, I'm gonna use my inspiration now finally oh man come on <laughs> my first roll was a three my second roll was a four wow plus eight. <laughs> oh. so that's a 12 <laughs> yeah it dodges hit. out of the way like oh <laughs> um, what are the chances i'm done then that's my turn you see kelroth steps back out of the woods even and he points at you looking over his pretty much decimated army and says this is not the last time we face each other and he backs away into the woods and disappears man i don't know about the rest of y'all but i hate that guy yeah he sucks i'm gonna chase him what kind of weirdo encourages you to go into the woods and fight him that's weird wait we can 
We can we can chase him? Oh shit, let's go get him. Uh, you see Nifi Dala runs towards the forest and just like moves right into a tree and just starts like tree striding away. Oh shit. Oh, so she's um, moving very cool. fast. Mom, I can't keep up that fast. That's gonna be Desri. Okay, I mean, like, I have some stuff going on back home, so, like, I'm hoping we can finish this up, you know? Like, there's some stuff going on, you know? Like, we should talk after this. Some soaps to watch, yeah. No, more like some world's ending, but, you know, we'll get to that. Um, And she's going to swing into Oh, hey, yeah, I wanted to talk to you about that, I guess. You pummel that guy first. We'll talk later. Yeah, like, I'll handle this. She's, like, literally beating uh, somebody up as she's saying this. Um, (laughs) Yeah, she's just like, just let me take care of some things, and then, you know, we can talk, and it'll be great. Um, Just, like, kills blue. Casually. Desri kills green, too. Yeah. Okay. Oh, shit. Okay. She's like, seriously, like, we need to talk. There's still a wizard over there. You should probably take care of them. Uh, they look very nervous. <laughs> but also very healthy. That's Cormie's. Is a thing that I can do wait to see if they move first so that I can close distance and attack? They because could they run are, away. They are just outside of my movement range. And so, I but mean, they're if they wizards, were- so they're not likely to run towards you. <laughs> They're more likely you to could, you could run, run close away. and throw a javelin or something. Uh, what about this? Hmm. They, um, you they... as Cormeth can get onto Beak Beak. Beak Beak can dash, and then you could squish him. Yeah, because be- if I got on the Beak, wizard, Beak, not Beak, Beak Beak's movement speed would be forty, dash would be eighty. So, <laughs> I like that move. <laughs> and uh, well, yeah, I'm like trying to move the map around, but like. Yeah, like if and Beak Beak could just <laughs> Oh god. Take I'm a slow. quick stop. It's like a truss. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's I think what we're gonna do. Beak Beak and I are gonna we're gonna mount up regulators and we are gonna move. Now with us moving, um, does that do anything with Beak Beak's turn inside? That'll be Beak Beak's turn is to dash. And, oh, yeah, and, and yeah, he can get the little heal heal. Cool, cool. Yeah, so Grana, how much does Beak Beak heal? Oh, that is 10. Hell nice. yeah, all right. How far was that? Was that 50 It was 55. 55? Can we put Beak Beak at, 10, uh, at 15 feet high, or is that too much? I mean, you can, but I don't think you'll be able to reach. I was thinking, like, he flew up, and then he flew across, and then he flew down. Yeah, but I'm also I also want to dive off Beak Beak. All right, fine. You're going to take some falling damage. That's all right. All right. Thanks. That's, that's what I want. Are you going to describe your turn now? I, I, I think that's it. Like, well, we're just getting close. Like, you know, we no, used everything was, we could. Beep, beep. You know, that was sprinted. Beep turn. Yeah. You oh, have a turn. If you okay. held your turn. You, Cormie, you still have a turn. All right. So, okay. So, beep, beep is dashing over, right? Like, we're trying to close the gap. And beep, beep starts to, to hole up. And Cormie just lets go and lets himself fucking go. And and he is torpedoing towards <laughs> Yellow with the uh, hope of grappling and rappling Yellow crappin up. Grappling and crapping. Grappling and crapping Yellow <laughs> up, squeezing the, the the deuce out. Like, we are we are going full <laughs> squeeze. 
And so. God. All right, make an incredible acrobatics check to jump Ac- off of a flying animal and hit a small, nerdy target. <laughs> it's going to be a nat one. <laughs> Brutal. Get wrecked. You. Dude, Dude, I just Combo breaker. <laughs> you just fucking face plant and you take you take your goddamn your damn 12 falling damage and you eat some shit. That sucked. <laughs> oh, oh boy. Right of all. Desri laughs really hard. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Uh, Desri's just like uh, on the ground laughing. <laughs> well, in fact, I I'm going to is prone. <laughs> You sure did. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> oh, God, that was incredible. Uh, and Gag's like, Gormreath, I got you, buddy. <laughs> he's going to run over. <laughs> he's he's going to attack this thing. He's like, for, for Gormreath. <laughs> it's a critical failure for his first hit. <laughs> this is the net one zone. Holy oh, shit. No. Oh, oh no! God. Don't go to that oh area. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, Gig gets in one bite. Yeah. Gig does five damage on this thing that has mostly full health. Holy I'm shit! I'm just imagining like Cormie's head is in the turf, so like he can't communicate <laughs> You're whatsoever. You're like ostriching. Yeah. yeah. And then Gig goes over and yeah. like pulls your face out of the ground. <laughs> He's like, "Hey, buddy, this area sucks, right?" It's, yeah, like. I would like to establish because I think it's only fair. If yellow attacks, I think it should be it should be a disadvantage for Cormeth. Cause he's on the ground. That's not how that works. Cause he's ostriching. That's not how that works. It's the Afridi's okay, turn. Fair. fair. <laughs> well, the Afridi is at this point embarrassed and wants to go home. Like, <laughs> like yeah. Can the can the Afridi just disapparate and go home? Like, <laughs> so I don't do know. Think, can it? <laughs> it's Let's up to see. You. <laughs> so yeah, the Afridi is gonna move sixty feet, which is gonna be right here. And then the Afridi is going to attack yellow uh with uh hurl flame. Nice. And that is going to be a uh let's see, first attack is gonna be a twenty-two to hit. Yeah. And the second is gonna be sweet, a twenty-five to hit. Hell yeah. So it's gonna be ten D six. I'll just roll that in uh let's see, slash roll. 10d6. 36 fire damage. Nice. I'm gonna do math. Uh, this thing is looking bloodied. Even. Alright. Well, your, your mom has fully disappeared into the trees. She just kind of like took off. I don't think I'm gonna try and follow her because I just I have no ability to deal with that. So let's see. Can I move so I can get a line of sight? Yeah. I'll just move like here. And then I'm going to make two attacks on yellow. First attack is a 26 to hit. Yeah. Nailed it. Second attack is a 25 to hit. Yeah. Double nailed it. That's six plus nine is 15 damage. Okay. And that's the end of my turn. Okay. That is yellow's turn. This thing is going to misty step 30 feet away and then is going to run another 30 feet. Then they're going to transform and they're going to throw two javelins, one at Gag, one at Cormeath. The one at Cormeath is a critical failure. Yes. 
And the one at Gag is a nat 20. <laughs> oh, no. Brutal. Yeah. Gag takes five damage. And he shrugs like, that didn't seem that bad. <laughs> and then they're going to run to here. All right. Um, Grana, do you want to do anything? This fucking loser just running away from the battle. I'm going to uh, hurl ice knife at it. Okay. At only a second level, but it's got a range of 60 feet. Cool. Well, that was a nat one, so I'm going to re-roll that. Okay. That is a uh, 13 to hit. Unfortunately not. Dang it. Well, Does okay. it still explode? It still explodes. It needs to make a dex saving throw. Uh, 14. That will fail. So, takes 16 cold damage. Granite it actually takes 32 cold damage. Shit, yeah. And it looks... Ooh, hell on yeah. The edge of death. Hell yeah. It looks, in fact, extremely close to the edge of death. Um, Desri stands up from crying, laughing on the ground. She's still laughing, uh, but she does pull out her longbow. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and gets a nat 20 and just, like, skewers this guy. Um, they die. Um, and then she's just she's just still like, <laughs> wow, I really needed that. Thank you. Good one. Bump, set, match. <laughs> <sighs> okay. You see Nifi Dala sort of uh, reappears and shakes her head at you, Yeevan. Uh, she returns her attention to putting out the fires in the Feywild. You see a number of other Fey who weren't fighting have been working uh, against the flames as well. And they begin to slowly go out as as the attention can focus on that. Kalroth has escaped. Um, he said a few cryptic things before he went, but he, he did evade capture. And uh, you see Elrys catches up with all of you now that the, the battle is over. <sighs> Elrys, were you safe? Grana, yes. Uh, yes, I, I'm just fine. How are, how are you? Are you? Are you all right? Took quite a bit of damage, but now we, we lost the one person we're after. Because of course, but you know, that's how war goes, I guess. I hate that I know that now. Lee gives you a hug. Oh, it's just so chaotic. There's so much stuff here. There's so much going on. He nods. Desiree goes, Ugh, and goes away from this beautiful family moment. <laughs> I'm going to walk over to, to Desiree, uh, hey. and I'm going to say, uh, hey. Hey. So end of the world kind of stuff, honestly. The, you know, three, four, five. I don't know how many of us are here right now. There's a bunch of us, I guess. We're probably gonna head to the uh, to the Nine Hells next. Uh, as you're speaking, she is suddenly alit with this red glow, and she uh -oh. reaches out to you, uh, and she grabs onto your shoulder, and it it almost burns a little bit where she grabs you, and she looks at you, Yevon, and she says, "They're closing the doors to the Nine Hells." You have to. Uh, and as she says this, a door opens up, a shrieking, burning door, and something reaches out and pulls Desri inside, and she disappears. Uh, De Desri! Desri! You see that the red gem that has been your marker with Desri goes gray. Oh, shit. Uh, roll me a perception check. Perception. That's a 19. Even as she was being dragged 
off of you and being pulled down into whatever hell was calling her back, you saw her mouth, the door in the north. The door in the north. I guess I, I kind of like look around like, is that, did everybody else see this happen? Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure? Cool. Yeah, um, like somebody just literally got dragged to hell. Yeah, neat. I, I look at Elrice and I say, um, Elrice looks really shocked. Yeah. Um, she said the door in the north, they're closing the doors to hell, but I don't know, maybe the, maybe the door in the north is, is going to be the last one they close or, or uh, we gotta, is, we gotta get down there. Um, is this, this was a friend of yours? Uh, yeah, that's Desri. Um, she's cool. Pretty traumatic cool. experience now that she's been dragged through the portal back to health. I've never seen that happen before. No, I, I've never seen anything like it either. He, uh, has a couple of books that are just sort of like chained to his belt for reference. And he pulls one of them out and starts flipping through it. Uh, he takes a couple of moments, like looking through it, trying to find what he's looking for. And he goes, this might take me a while, but I, I think that there was some mention of one of the doors to hell in the material plane being in uh, the, the north west of Drim. Okay. Well, the north west of Drim. So west of um west of was that Leodrell? I I'll have to do some research. He sits down in the middle of this battlefield <laughs> and just starts like uh pulling books out of like clearly like a bag of holding and like flipping through them, just starting like a little study circle by himself. That's a nice. Um, Shouldn't we look for Kelroth? My mother Queen Nifidala said that she wasn't able to find him. And, and I, I trust that she, you know, given what transpired here today and the fact that he's pretty responsible for all of that, looked pretty hard for him. So uh, I don't know if our efforts are best served trying to track him down. I think at least for the time being, he'll probably track us down again at some point but i think more pressingly just like we needed to save the 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 mother tree in the material plane and and here we need to go to the nine hells and save the equivalent there because what we just saw i don't think any of us would agree that that's normal and closing planes especially now i think is about the worst approach to solving this problem there could be. Cormeath is going to close over to even because I because you said like everybody saw this happen, right? So I assume Cormeath even even yeah. with a face full of dirt, you know, like <laughs> saw this happen. Um, you you had lifted your face out of the dirt. You so yeah, you had a minute Cor to lift your face out. Cormeath is going to close over to even, and I'm going to draw out Doomkiller and say, I know you have to get there quickly. I'll be sure to send you there fast, and I'm going to bring it up above my head. Elris, uh, Elris goes, wait, 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 you, nope, that's not how that works. Uh, okay, <laughs> like, rushes up I just got your you. go ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, these, that was, uh... Grana, honestly, what kind of friends do you have? I, Yvonne's <laughs> literally, like, literally pissed himself. Cormie, <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't very funny. Um, <laughs> oh, I thought it was, <laughs> Cormit, the Ifridi puts its hand on your shoulder and then disappears. <laughs> I, 
I could really use a rest. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we all could. Unfortunately, I don't think we have, you know, days to rest, but I think we have some time at least. Nividala returns as the, the fires are now uh, getting much more under control uh, and walks over to all of you and says, even I'm, I'm sorry and I'm angry, but I was not able to find that foul creature. I think he's gone back to the material plane. I, I think that's probably quite likely. Um, he's a coward. I, you, that's true. He is. He's a coward uh, and a fiend and a liar. Uh, you see this sort of like gray crackling aura start appearing around Nifidala. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, mother, terrible Ew. as that creature <laughs> may she be. grabs a hold of you, Yeven, uh, and goes, Yeven, the day you were taken, they said you were taken by a snake the likes of him. That's, given my history with him, probably true. And despite how upset I am at what he stole from me and how upset I can only imagine you might be at me being taken from you, there is something more pressing at hand. Desri was just dragged back to hell and the last thing she said was they're closing the doors to the nine hells. Go to the door in the north. Nifidala looks startled at this news and she says the only beings who could possibly close the doors like that are the ruler of hell or the mother of hell but the mother of hell hasn't been heard from in too long mother i think the same thing that happened here and on the material plane to the material plane mother is happening in the nine hells as we speak. I fear it's worse, even. I fear it's already happened. Shit. Elris, anything? He looks up from uh, his books that he sort of grumblingly returned to after Cormit's prank. <laughs> <laughs> and he he says, well, it's, uh, I'm, I'm afraid there's, there's not a lot of information, but north of the the Western Mountains. There is some place that has been mentioned in some of these books. It's it's some place just on the coast that possibly slid into the sea. The the texts speak in circles, but I I fear it might be difficult to find that door. Do you know anyone anyone who might know the North? Cormeth, you actually know somebody who would know North. Gronly. Ooh, okay. Gronly is a Western Mountains dwarf. Gronly would know the North. I've got full trust in him. Well, then we'll have to find Gronly. Right. Well, like, we, we, we've interacted with Gronly, so we just we just need to get back to the Bolotod HQ, yeah? Yeah. Bolotod um, HQ the... is gone. Yeah. Oh, that's right. All right. Bolotod HQ stormed. underground. Last time you heard from Gronley, it was a cryptic note uh, telling you that he was going to be heading uh, to the west uh, with Kodagog. We'll have to find Gronley to bring us there. That's only going to take us to the west. Anybody? Anybody? Got experience out that way? Um, the south? West? 
square plot. I have some. None of you would have really explored the Northwest. It's it's kind of a remote location. It's sort of cut off from the rest of the continent by the Great River. There is a passage through Averling, which is like the largest town on that section of the continent. But uh, it is it's practically a, a large island off the coast. Uh, none of you would okay. really have had reason to go there. Well, uh, it, it just it's just a, a question of. Of um, whatever uh, was the platform out that way? Was kind of the rig. South. The yes, rig was the rig. yeah. The rig was uh, pretty much straight west of Blybrook, which is where Gran is from in the south. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. So my hometown is in the west, uh, in in the northwest, just shy of the area. Right. I've spent some time in Averling, but I know very little about the mountains north of there. Generally, we didn't go to that area. There was, there was, as far as we could tell, not much reason to do so, and it was typically quite dangerous. So we'll uh, have to track down Gronley, I guess. Gronley can lead us to the right way. I trust Jeeper. him with my life. Jeeper flies down from the forest and goes, I've been here the whole time. <laughs> oh, Jeeper, I'm so glad you, you're okay. Yeah, been exploring. Uh, oh, yeah, I see the rig now. Good. Um, good. If we went back to the material plane, could you find Gronley? Probably. I sound like Great. a parrot, don't I? Damn, I'm a uh, Jeepers grasp on cool. common is fantastic. Like, way to practice, Jeeps. Like, I'm really impressed. Only in this realm. Well, um... Okay, well, we have to... Obviously, we have to go back to the material plane, so... Nifidala, right. like, pets Jeeper and goes, Ah, my little gift. How are the Kanku? Uh, and Jeeper says, They've been better, but they're okay. Jeeper... You know the Kanku? Nifidala says, Jeeper was actually a gift of mine to the Kanku a little while back. We have uh, trade agreements with them. Interesting. It's really fortunate I he found his way here. I <laughs> have had some experience with the Kanku, both good and honestly quite bad. My <laughs> own fault entirely. <laughs> they find the same with us. Hmm. She smiles, but then the, the smile sort of goes away and she says, I I don't have much strength left, but I can provide you an expedited rest. You can you can sleep here a couple hours and you'll be ready to go. But I won't be able to I could follow uh, you out I of could this use room. that. I won't be able to follow you out of this plane. I understand. What hey, about Cormeth could certainly use this rest. Yep, as we've heard. What about Elrys? Elrys, could you Okay, I want to talk to Elrys. Yeah. Elrys there's a terrible sickness going through Blybrook right now, and I've only been able to find a temporary salve for it, and we need your help to cure our people. Please, can you come back with us? Grana, I, I was old when I left the material plane. I was very old. I made my transport here at the Battle of Goresby. I don't know how long ago that was for you, but being in the Feywild revitalizes you. This crown, and he points to the sort of winged headdress that he's been wearing, it helps keep me alive in this place, but 
If I go back to the material plane, I will, I will be very old, and I'm not sure I will survive that age. But that doesn't mean I can't help you with with this problem with our people. Tell me, tell me about this, this uh, disease. Uh, well, we call it the waking scourge, and it uh, gives people a rash. Um, lethargy, coughing, fevers, like it's it's terrible. It doesn't kill anyone, but it's it's not pleasant to live with and I was sent on the road to find you because you're the best healer any of us know. I've been on the road I've been on the road for so long just trying to find you. He smiles and he takes your hand and pats it and says, "Well, Grana, it seems you are very capable yourself." And perhaps you know more than you realize. May I uh, try something? A spell. It's a kind of divination spell, uh, but I can't promise it will be comfortable. Okay. He pulls out a book and he starts, uh, he takes out uh, a wand and starts drawing runes into the dirt around you. And he surrounds you two with a circle and he takes both of your hands in this circle uh, and you uh, see him take a deep breath and you close your eyes and all of a sudden you are shot back into these memories that you have had. You see memories of the mists when you heard words that Elrys was speaking. You hear memories of uh, speaking to the mother trees. You feel these memories of the heartbeat this inescapable heartbeat and of Blybrook. And these memories all come together uh, in one. Uh, Grana, go ahead and make a wisdom saving throw. 17. Okay. Grana, you take three psychic damage, which is halved from six. Uh, and you see this vision all come together. You see the Underdark, and you see a direction that you didn't take in it before. You see an area you hadn't been to, and in that place is this dark, somehow even more rotten area where even the mushrooms seem to be shriveling up, and sitting in the center of all of that is an enormous beating heart, and it is leaching into the ground. And as you follow it up, you head down into the Underdark, down into the dirt beneath this, and you come up on the other side in Blybrook. The part of the Underdark where this heart sits is directly under Blybrook. And with the assistance of Elrys, you know all of these little pieces that you've been given. This is where the angel Elvial cast the heart of Osmodius, and it is poisoning your town from another plane. What the fuck? Um, oh my god. You you both sort of gasp as uh, this divination spell ends. Uh, Elris is sweating profusely. He looks kind of pale, uh, and he goes, well, Grana, you, you sure have been looking. That was the devil's heart. Yeah, uh, no shit. 
Um, oh my god. Okay, so, uh, I know where the heart is now. What do I do about it? We've already been to the Underdark. Elrys pulls your arms closer uh, and says, Grana, I don't know why, but you are inextricably linked to the Nine Hells. And until the Nine Hells are corrected, there's no getting rid of that scourge in the Underdark. But when order has been returned, I think you can defeat that heart and eliminate the scourge on our people. This is no light task. Grana nods, hugs Elrys. He hugs you tight and says, I'm so proud of you, sister. And then he whispers, you've seen Malrin. Malrin is dead. I, I, I figured as much. I, I hope he didn't hate me too much in the end. I think he figured out what was right in the end. I, I don't really know why he left, but he definitely regretted following the queen or the empress. Elrys flinches a little bit when you say you don't know why uh, he left. Um, and he, he lets you go. And he says, perhaps it's time you learned something of a truth about our family, Grana. Malrin and I are not your full brothers. We have a different father, uh, a cursed father, who became angry with our mother when she wanted to do something different with her life and uh, end the affair she was having. And he, he cursed her. And I was upset, but Malrin was angry, and I think he wanted to spread that anger. Grana, I, I hid away in my tower, and I buried myself in magic, and that is how I dealt with it, but our, our family is, is cursed. It's my father's fault that none of mother's children could have their own children. And I'm I'm so sorry for that, Grana. It's it's okay. It's not your fault. I I found out his name, if you care to know it. Yeah. <sighs> Apparently he was a, a half elf, but he disguised himself very well, and he went by the name I'll you in. What? Where have I heard that name before? Grana. Sounds familiar. You met a really unpleasant half-elf in Leodrell by the name of I'll you in. That guy? No! <laughs> but the thing that doesn't match up is Elrys is, you know, at this point, like 125, 130. Yeah. So to be the father of that, like that elf didn't look nearly that age. Or how long do half-elves live? God, no, I um, hated that guy, so maybe he's something else. Are you sure he was a half-elf? Well, I mean, he was when he fathered me, but I can't say I know too much more. Well, I don't like where this is going at all. <laughs> we just keep turning over stones. <laughs> Every path we take, we we overturn more and more stones and none of them say anything good. They're never like, oh, you won the lottery. <laughs> no, they're always like, oh, your father's an evil half-elf. 
<laughs> uh, he laughs and says, there has been evil sinking in around our world deeper and deeper for a long time. Many generations of heroes have been fighting it off, but I'm afraid that it is perhaps your your people who are going to have to face the consequences of what others have failed to do, of what I have failed to do. But after what I've seen today and in your memories, if there were heroes who could do it, it would be you and your weird friends. I'm sorry, did someone mention my name? <laughs> Is your name Weird Friends? Oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I think it is. Uh, which I hear Weak Friends, because I think that's his name. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, Elris um, says, oh, one other thing. Uh, how's Liero? Oh, she was good last time we checked in. Yeah, it, she's like a little gnome barbarian, right? Oh. That's what it was? I think so. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, she She's a barbarian librarian because <laughs> barbarian of librarian. the That's axe good... that Cormeth gave her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, oh. That's um, a good mnemonic, yeah. Wow, that's... Uh, yeah, she's, she's super cool now. Yeah. Things have indeed changed, but you know what? I would say that rock says something great. And with that, uh, he sort of leads you back over to the others. Nifidala establishes this kind of gazebo of vines that are surrounded by these twinkling lights. And when you step into it, you are all able to get a restful sleep in just a couple of hours. So go ahead Perfect. and everybody hit that long-awaited long rest button. God, yes. All praise the long rest button. All, all praise. <laughs> God, that was spooky. <laughs> I've started a cult. That yes. <laughs> Yo, by the way, just for um, uh, Grana and even, just to let you know where the Afridi was in that battle, when the Afridi disappeared, it had 120 hit points remaining. Wow. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's a very powerful ally. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why it's yeah. only around for an hour. Super dope. <laughs> All right, you wake up the next day and Nifidala and Elris walk you all back to the Fey Pond, this uh, mirror to the material plane. Nifidala hands uh, you a pile of herbs, Kormith, and she says, these will allow your griffin to go with you through this portal. Yes. Yes. She pets Beak Beak and Beak Beak looks peaceful. Oh, good. It, this is a really stressful day for Beak Beak. Like, yeah. So I'm glad Beak Beak is uh, looking peaceful. Yeah, I'm guessing you Pe feed him those herbs. Oh, yeah. yeah. Not All even right. a question. Uh, anything y'all want to do before you head back into the material plane? Just want to hug El Reese one more time. <laughs> yeah, El I Reese comes you. and gives you a big hug. I love you, brother. I want to go give Nisi Dala a hug and, and say, uh, we lost many yesterday. Please grieve with the most fantastic party they could have ever wanted. She 
smiles and she uh, reaches down and picks up uh, a bit of dirt and she grows a uh, blue bell-shaped flower out of it that looks uh, mournful and then out of it shoots a bunch of fireworks and she goes, hell yeah. Uh, She gives you a big hug uh, and she goes, "Um, my son, I am sorry that we don't get to spend more time together here before you have to face more and greater danger, but please try not to let this be the last time we meet. I will return. That's a promise. Uh, She smiles and holds your chin in her hand. She gives you a little kiss on the forehead and then backs backs up a few steps. Grana, Elris uh, gives you a big hug. He spins you around because now he's kind of technically a little bit younger than you with this hat on. Um... And he says... It's a reverse aging crown, huh? Okay. (laughs) Uh, Kind of. I mean, hey, no, uh, very few grace. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You should have seen me when I was in the tower. I I really like... You know those stereotypes people tell about wizards? Oh, boy, did I look like it. (laughs) I was in a tower and everything, making rune circles. It's it's not... It's almost not funny. (laughs) I can imagine it. It sounds like it suits you. Uh, He goes... Thank you. I like to think that this place uh, has suited me well, too. And I hope, I hope when I look into the future, I see only your victories. <laughs> me too. He puts his hand on your shoulder and goes, Grana, there is so much that you have to face that should have been the task of all of our family to look after, that... More of us should have been there for, but I'm I'm proud of you, and you always have help when you need it. Thank you. I love you, Elris. Be well. I love you too, Grana. Stay safe. And Geg gives Elris and Nifidala a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, do do I understand that that uh, Beak Beak is coming with us to the material plane? Do I understand that correctly? Okay, so then what I want to do, because I placed a feather in Beak Beak's feathers, what? and Beak Beak had another feather to <laughs> yeah, relate he, to Beak Beak's family. He put and a so feather he, on you, and then he put he put a little bit of dirt that looked like one of your tattoos on his feathers. Well, we need to give Beak Beak's family a proper send-off. That's what we got to do. Uh, so, I don't know what that looks like. What does a griffin send-off look like? Is that like a Viking burial? Sure. Like, we'll say this happened uh, kind of like before before this. Uh, you all gathered at this pond. Some of the fae helped you to collect more of the feathers from his kids and his wife. And they collected them, and then uh, Beak Beak had you... Uh, placed them sort of like on his wings uh, and you and him flew up into the air and as the feathers blew off of his wings slowly that was the release of him letting go beautiful beautiful beak beak you always have an ally in me I will always be there for you he headbutts you affectionately yes dude we're a partnership across the plains yes Love it. Roll me a roll me a luck check real quick. Luck check. Oh no. <laughs> it's a three. <laughs> oh no. 
<laughs> it's fine. Nothing in particular happens. Okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> All right. Anything else before you leave the Feywild? Guys, got any health potions? <laughs> uh, we got some booze. <laughs> Gag gets a refill of whiskey. I was about to say, Gag like stocks up. <laughs> you see, you see, yeah, Gag like comes down to like, he's like, crunk, 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 because he's just got all these flasks on him. Like, I'm ready. <laughs> hey, oh, and guess shit. what? I got a heart. <laughs> all right, Tin Man, let's get good. out of here. I think we're good. All right. The. Let's see, one, two, three, four, five of you dive into these waters and you swim to the other side. This time, visions of foreboding warnings don't appear in front of you. The swim is pleasant and nice and you pop up in the oasis in the desert and Did I pop up first? I think Gag probably did. Sure, yeah. <laughs> I think Gag probably did. Okay. Gag probably did. He's good at swimming because he's a frog. But you were probably right after. I'm gonna, Gag I'm gonna can get swim this ass soon. very far. Let's see. I'm, Gag can swim like a hundred feet or something. Dear. Anyway, back to my narration. As you all pop up, you see this oasis and you see a battle has happened here. Dune ended up staying behind to be cared for in the Feywild, but you know that there was an attack here first. And as you look around, you realize that that attack was not recent. There's something that Elris and Nihidala had warned you about in passing while you were packing up and getting ready to go, but time doesn't pass the same in the Feywild. And you all have been gone for 10 years. And that's oh, where we're going to end for today. Shit, it's like no. death time for Koromith. Oh, 10 God. years is 45. That's too well, long to live, dude. You haven't aged 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> it's just 10 years have passed in the material plane. <laughs>